Another edition of Reed's Ranch coming at you Monday, April 8th. Seth Hughes joins us down in Alabama. Seth, hello, my friend. Hello, my brother. It's good to hear your voice again. No one makes more random noise during the podcast than you. Um, between the clicking and the rustling around and the exasperated sighs, it's really starting to piss me off. I just want you to know that. What did I do? I have my air conditioner off for you right now. You do do that, and it is noted, but every time I have to go back and edit this, I have to take out so many damn mouse clicks. Just click, click, click. I'm sorry I'm on my computer. I have to take out the... I'll try to stay off my mouse. Please please do. Can can you you give me that courtesy? And and quit the heavy breathing into the microphone. It's the allergies. It's the pollen. It's the pollen, bro. I've had enough. You want me to breathe through my mouth or my nose? Do you know how long it takes me to edit this goddamn podcast? I don't really care, John. I don't really care. I don't really care. You, If that's all you have to do for the amount of money we make. Oh, all pulling that card, huh? Wow. Wow. Get another damn co-host. Wow. Okay. <laughs> Tensions are obviously high. This is a very this is a very tense moment for all of us as old ass Rick Barnes. There you go again. Look. I told you it's the allergies. It's 73 degrees in my apartment right now because I have to turn my air conditioner off to do a podcast for you. Open the window. No, it's is raining that- outside, of course, because all it does here is rain. <laughs> Yeah, I just, I just, I just breathe. I just. So, yeah. Tensions are high. Rick Barnes. We have a ton of people listening live right now. Good grief. Yeah, the patrons are getting to listen live on the Discord. Uh, the, the Barnes Leaving Pod thread is is popping right now. Uh, the Discord's been popping for the last, you know, 12 hours or so. As this UCLA thing kind of came out of nowhere. Yeah. I figured this was something that was going to get shot down pretty quickly. And it did not. We are here, you know, (laughs) basically 6 o'clock on the East Coast, still not knowing what the hell is going on. Yeah. I don't even know. Of all the things that have happened to us, like this would be – this would take the cake, right? Like, at least with Lane Kiffin, like he was going back home to USC. Sure. And, you know, I mean, just all the other stuff with Gruden. and But, like, this is so random and out of left field that it's laughable. It's honestly laughable. He could not seem like a worse fit for Los Angeles, California. He, he looks and acts... Like a Southern Baptist preacher. And they're seriously, like, he talks all the time about baptizing his players. And they're going to send him out there to Los Angeles. Like, he's going he's gonna to get up at the podium one time after he baptizes one of his players, and they're going to be protesting on campus. He's 64. UCLA's been to like 64 different Final Fours, and this is the best they can do. 
it seems wild that, you know, pretty much the general consensus by even the people who love the Rick Barnes hire was stability. He'll retire here. He'll bridge the gap, blah, blah, blah. And here we are four years later worried about him being revitalized and heading out to Los Angeles for a rebuild. They have 18 Final Fours, and this is the best they can do. This is the best they can do. It's so random, John. It, this this literally would only happen to Tennessee. Like, the timing is terrible. There's zero reason why Tennessee couldn't have got Musselman. What did you say about Musselman? Like, like, the timing of this is just terrible. Because, that, like, if it had happened a week ago... You're saying Tennessee could have gotten muscle. Yeah, like the timing of it is horrible. Oh yeah, 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 for sure. And like, if if Rick Barnes had left and we had we had went out and got Muscleman, like I would not have cared in the least. I would have felt better. I would have felt better about the direction of UT. But no, it has to happen now. Assuming that, I mean, look, here's what's got me so stressed because I'm I'm with you. As far as Rick Barnes goes, everyone knows where we stand. Sure. I guess there's no need to rehash it. I wouldn't be sad if he left. I'm going to be mad if he leaves, but I'm not going to be sad. I am going to be worried, though, about like what happens next. Because as someone texted me, uh, my friend Todd Hopp said, can you imagine Fulmer trying to hire a basketball coach? He can't even hire a Lady Vols coach. And they're the top basketball program of all time, at least the second, at least the top two women's basketball program of all time, and they still haven't even hired anybody. Yeah. It seems like they're kind of you know, trying to figure out what the hell to do there. Him leading a, a men's coaching search for basketball has me stressed out. Shout out to Gucci. I think, like, I mean, first of all, <laughs> anyone, that's listen, bro. anyone that's listened to the podcast since really inception knows where we stand on Rick Barnes. Um the thing is that if I thought, if I had any confidence whatsoever in UT's leadership, I would be mad that Rick Barnes hadn't left at this point. But I have no confidence whatsoever. Like, I don't even have the confidence in them to say that I think they would for sure go and hire Steve Forbes. Like, they would screw that up. They wouldn't even go and do that, I feel like. Because Fulmer just probably doesn't care. And like you said, like Andy Landers was on ESPN the other night, and he said the UT Lady Vols is the best job in the nation, bar none. And we can't even hire anyone for that. Like, they're looking at, like, no names for that job. Oh, my God. Like, I don't like Rick Barnes. But I want him to stay because I am terrified of who they will go and hire. The Wofford guy's gone. The Buffalo guy's gone. Muscleman is gone. I mean, you can go and hire. Fucking Rob Lanier's gone. <laughs> you can go and hire the guy. You can see Greensboro. You can honestly. Maybe they could. Maybe they could convince Lanier to come back like uh, Miami did with Manny Diaz. But like, our, our absolute safety net's gone. Yeah. He's headed I mean, down to Atlanta. I don't understand why nobody has hired the guy from UC Irvine. I don't understand why UCLA hasn't looked at him. He's like 48, has won the Big West four out of the last six years, 
and he is in the same, like, I mean, he is literally right down the, the road from UCLA. I wouldn't mind him, but Fulmer's not going to make a hire like that. Like, he doesn't care. He's not savvy enough. Uh, yeah, because if he was, we wouldn't have let Barnes go win the Naismith Coach of the Year with just the assistant athletic director. How does that happen? Because Barnes, or because because Vollmer's trying to to hire a women's coach at the Final Four for some reason. <laughs> How do you let you have a guy win the Naismith Coach of the Year and you don't go with him to accept the award in Minneapolis? After you, after he had to pay one of his assistant coaches out of pocket, that's one that, of the more shameful things ever. That takes the cake. That is pitiful. How do you let a guy pay his assistant coach out of pocket? That should have been a bigger story. But at the it, time, Barnes hadn't won anything. Like exactly, that was, that was after year two. He hadn't won anything, but it still should have been a bigger story. That that's pretty fucking disgraceful. It's shameful. It is pitiful. And everyone up there ought to be ashamed. I got, what is the reasoning for not giving an assistant coach 25 extra K a year? Like, what does yeah, it was, matter? Right? I mean, it, it wasn't much. It was, I mean, it, I mean, they, uh, he wanted he wanted Oliver to get paid the same as Schwartz. And Schwartz, even after a raise this year, those guys only make 275. So, it, it couldn't have been much more than like a twenty, thirty thousand dollar raise. Yeah, exactly. And so, what does it matter if UT's out another twenty five k? Honestly, what does it matter? It doesn't matter at all. It doesn't matter at all with the way they make money. Not only that, for what for good, bad, indifferent. Okay, the guy in the last two years. He has gotten a three seed in the NCAA tournament. And he has gotten a two seed in the NCAA tournament. We can bitch about the NCAA tournament results until kingdom come. And we will give the guy, give the guy and his assistant coaches multi-year contracts. He just won 31 games. No, I don't think he's a particularly good coach, but why are we being such like penny pinchers? It's the one big program up there doing anything. Give Schwartz and Lanier and what's the other guy's name? Oliver. You just said his name. Oliver. Give them two-year contracts. You give the football assistant coaches multi-year contracts. We haven't won a football game worth a shit in ten years. It is wild that you know they he he gave Pruitt three hundred thousand dollars more for just his offensive coordinator. Uh, then he, you know, he gave, he gave them three hundred thousand dollars more, and gave Rick Barnes one hundred thirty thousand more for his entire, you know, staff for three coaches. We just went out as a football program and convinced the highest paid defensive backs coach in the league to come coach at UT, but we won't give Schwartz. And Oliver multi-year contracts. I mean, well, it's, it's, I, I guess I guess Oliver still hasn't left. He was thinking he, they thought he was going to get the Kennesaw State job, but maybe he hasn't left it. Maybe they're trying hard to keep him. Maybe that's what this whole thing's about, right? Maybe he said, "Hey, I want to pay Oliver enough to keep him. I don't want to lose my guy." And Fulmer said, "No." And if you don't quit clicking that fucking mouse, oh, I'm going to drive to Alabama. Sorry, I forgot. 
And that's the only thing that makes sense, right? Is that he wanted a, you know, he wanted someone to replace Lanier. He wanted more money for his staff, and they said no. As people in the Discord are pointing out, Chad says, we paid $1.2 million to experiment at offensive coordinator for a season last year. <laughs> we gave, we I got choked up on that. My God, we gave up $1.2 million for Tyson Helton. Tyson Helton. Tyson Helton, who hasn't proven a goddamn thing. He got $1.2 million. And Barnes says, hey, can we have an extra, can we have some porridge, sir? Can I have a little more money? I just need about $85,000 more. No, we're not doing that. That's the thing. Like, it's it's such a... You got to pay T. Martin for some reason. It's such a... It's such a... It's such a... Stupid heel to die on. It's Ugh. such a stupid heel. Like, if you don't want to pay Rick Barnes $5 million, I get it, okay? I get it. Whatever. Does Rick Barnes deserve to be, like, a top three coach paid in the in the nation? No. I get that, but, like, you're not going to give him, you're not going to give his assistant coach an extra 25 k So if Barnes does end up leaving, who you blame? Former. Yeah. So you don't look at Barnes as a as a traitor. It's just kind of Barnes did what he had to do. I think obviously it's been twenty four hours, and Rick, Rick Barnes hasn't left yet. I think it's fair to say he's given UT a chance. Like, he met with them last night, and he's met with them today. If it'll make you stay. So it's obvious that he could have he been swayed if they had given him what he wanted. And, I mean, I guess we'll have to wait and see exactly what he wanted and whether or not it was absurd enough for Phil to not do it. But I'm going to go way out on this limb and guess that it wasn't absurd enough for Phil to justify not doing it, because like you said, we just gave T. Martin all this money. Know, yeah, I don't even know how much we gave him, but it was for, you know, not for a real position of me. Yeah, not compared to this. And, like, the thing is, is that, like, I loved going out and getting T. Martin. I loved going out and getting Derek Ansley. Sure. But you don't have to do that at the expense of the other. There's plenty of money to go around – and they just won 31 games. Tennessee turned an average of $9 million profit the last three years in basketball. <laughs> so, I mean, the, the, to penny pinch them, I, I get that it's not football, right? So, the straight up comparing it to football, probably not fair. But at the same time, as Mason points out in the Discord, you're giving T. Martin two years, 450000 $50,000 per year, and your nickel and diamond Rick Barnes is actually winning. Yeah, it says it all. Now, you know, something we've been talking about is uh, what happens if they pay Rick Barnes more money than Jeremy Pruitt? Because, I mean, UCLA is apparently offering $5 million, and, you know, as I tweeted out, I get that people are pointing out to the tax differences of California and Tennessee. Obviously, they're huge. The cost of living is different. 
But I think we've crafted this grandpa narrative about Rick Barnes in our head. He's old. He's a good old boy. He just wants to come here and retire and do the right thing and preach the gospel. I'd say Rick Barnes was pretty humbled and embarrassed by what happened in Texas. Right? Everyone pretty much left him for dead. Even when he was hired by Tennessee, half the people, including us, were like, eh. Eh. I was disgusted. Right. And now for him to have the chance to make $5 million a year and be the third highest paid coach in the country, I would say that the ego inside of him is saying, hey, come do this. Hey, do that. Give two middle fingers to Texas and say, this is what happens when you, you know, when you fire me. Enjoy winning your little NIT, and you fired me, and now I'm the third highest paid coach in the country. Because if you look at UCLA, yeah, if you look at all, if you look at all of the highest paid coaches in the country, none of them's been fired in college. Yeah, none of them has been. This would be yeah. a pretty big redemption story, and you know, he, he could say that he's a, he's appealed or it's appealing to coach at UCLA. Oh, it is. I mean, he, he could say that. He could say that. You know, the blue blood thing, that's fine. The John Wooden thing, that's fine. I think that – so you, are you buying that, that he wants to kind of like re to, – to get them back on track? What I wonder about is that how much he regrets turning down Kentucky those couple times. Was he their first choice? I don't know. Kentucky's because I saw that tweet. I saw that people saying that, and I didn't. I, I was unaware of that of them trying to hire him. Yeah, like Obviously I wonder, it would have been like in two thousand four or something like that, yeah. two thousand ten or whatever. But you know, and you can, you know, you can literally turn Kentucky around in like a week because you're Kentucky. And I wonder if he's always regretted that. Just because, like, Texas is a great basketball job, but we all know it's not Kentucky. And a big part of what made it a good basketball job is, uh, you know, in part for what Barnes did. Yeah. And I wonder if that has always eaten at him. That's kind of what I've been thinking the last little bit is I would like to know how much turning down Kentucky twice has – eaten at him these this last decade and if he has learned that you know no matter how much you love where you're at right now you can't turn down a true blue blood a true you know regal basketball school like UCLA and I think that what you mentioned like I imagine that he was you know really he had a big ego for years and years and who can blame him? He's been to a final four and has won everywhere he was at. And then he got fired. And so for the last four years, he's had to nurse that ego. And now the time has come for, he can look back at everyone that talks shit about him, give him the double bird and be like, I was right. And y'all were wrong. I'm a top five paid coach. And I'm at UCLA. Let's I think Will stop. is right. If he if we offered him four point five million dollars and he said no, he because he wants that extra half million dollars that he's going to lose in taxes, then like whatever, dude. Yeah, I mean, if he wants to go, I mean, if, he, if he turns down four and a half at, at Tennessee, that will be 
how, how do we respond to that? Do we say Fulmer tried his best? Or do we say that it was too late because they didn't take basketball serious enough? Well, it's it's going to be the latter. Okay. Because they didn't take basketball too seriously enough. And here's what's going to piss us off, John, is that they're going to offer Rick Barnes. Off, Seth. Well, they're going to offer Rick Barnes $4.5 million, and he's going to take UCLA because it's a better job. And Whatever. They're going to offer our next coach 2.25. Exactly. Exactly. We're going to lowball – some SoCon asshole that we've never heard of that we have to go, everyone except Will Warren is going to have to go to Wikipedia and look up our next basketball coach because oh, we're only going to oh, offer $2 million. Oh, his statistics say that he is very good in pace. Oh, this guy's really good at, at maximizing his offensive sets. <laughs> like, that's what's, that's what's going to be so upsetting is we're going to offer four and a half million dollars for rick barnes which hey whatever i think that in this case you probably have to offer him that much money but what you don't do is you don't turn around by offering like the ut chattanooga coach two million dollars you go and you offer somebody else really good four to four and a half million dollars. And who gives a shit if he's making more than jeremy pruitt jeremy pruitt will make more when he beats florida until Jeremy Pruitt beats Florida, nothing matters. So if if Jeremy wants to make more than the basketball coach, buddy, let me tell you something about our, our first SEC game in September every year. You win that, and you will be paid more than the basketball coach. But the idea that the football coach should make more because Tennessee it has a storied History in football, not in basketball, is, is stupid. It's backwards thinking. Does Tennessee's roster play anything into this? I imagine so, yeah. Man, there's a, I, I had, you know, we uh, tweeted, uh, tweeted out that we. We're going to lose four of our top players and our two top assistant coaches. We might throw our head coach into that too. Yeah. And you're going to lose your lottery pick commitment. Oh, fuck. Yeah. Yeah. Because, like you said, it's not like you're going to go hire somebody big that's going to keep him. Like everyone talked about, everyone talked about. You know how how Admiral stayed the course with Rick Barnes and trusted it. You know, bought in. That's easy to do with with Rick Barnes, right? Yeah, it's hard to do with so cutting guy that only Will Warren knows about. Yeah, I mean, like for better or worse, nobody on the team four years ago had to Wikipedia search Rick Barnes, and that was a, and that was what a lot of people said. At least I didn't have to Google a coach this time. Oh, yeah, I remember getting so mad. I remember getting so mad the day he was hired. He like, oh, he's made the NCAA tournament 17 out of the last 18 years. I'm just thinking, yeah. Y'all wait until we're absolutely loaded and we don't go as far in the NCAA tournament as we ought to. So do we get to say we were right if he leaves? Yes, we 100% do. The only thing that could ever get us to – the only thing that could ever get us – to renege on our on our initial statement, however many years ago it was, was an Elite Eight. If you get to an Elite Eight, then I will admit that I'm wrong. I would have even said if you got to two Sweet Sixteens. If you got to the you, Sweet Sixteen last year, 
Maybe. One sweet 16 in four years doesn't feel like we were wrong. No, you beat Iowa. You beat you beat Fran McCaffrey. Like, nobody cares. Yes, if he leaves, we were right. Well, that's, at least we got that going for us. At least we got that going for us, buddy. Feels good. It's the little things in life, you know. Have you seen my Grant Williams take? Have, uh, did you see him on Discord last night? Did you hear on the radio show today? No, I did I mean, not. I, I mean, I know you don't listen to the radio show, but I didn't know if you had seen it. Am I being unfair for saying that uh, I'll think less of Grant Williams if Rick Barnes leaves and Grant doesn't return? I don't know. I haven't thought about it. My idea was you, we would need Grant more than ever if Barnes left. And if he said, I'm out and I'm going to the NBA, that would really change the way I looked at him. Because like it doesn't seem like he's really dying to get to the NBA. Um, are you looking at the Rob Lewis post right now? <clears throat> yeah. Can I click my mouse, John? So I can so I can zoom in on this picture. Yeah, go ahead. Use your mouse. You have permission. Okay, so we're waiting to see. This to the point that I feel comfortable stating that it's gospel fact. But I've heard from a couple of different sources today that the five million dollar buyout could be a stumbling block. Based on conversations I've had in the past couple of hours, I'm feeling that some people close to the situation is that if UCLA picks up the tab on the buyout, that Barnes will leave. What is UCLA doing? They just went through this with Jamie Dixon. How did they let this happen again? No, they have nothing. They're not willing to pay anything. How did they let this happen again? So they want Barnes to pay all $5 million? I don't know. They just went through this with Jamie Dixon. I would do anything for Greg Marshall to be at UT. Wouldn't that like, be something? Wouldn't I would something give that... anything after after we turned them down all those times. Stop, stop, stop Seth. Oh, can't. my God. Stop. I would do anything for Greg stop. Marshall and his crazy-ass wife. Stop. His wife is a lunatic. Well, we can't do this. Do you not remember? I won't, Greg. I would, I would go pack Rick Barnes up right damn now if it meant Greg Marshall. I would do anything for Greg Marshall. And his crazy ass lunatic wife who yells at the other team and she's just she's just a lunatic. I want to see her in She would fit in perfectly with us. I want to see her in orange and white. I want to see her in the Discord with us. Sam, stop. We've done this before. We've done it so many times. We've done it so many times. We did a whole podcast about Mike Gundy. Just stop. Stop. Ugh. His lunatic wife is exactly what this fan base needs. I agree with Big John. She's insane. She is crazy. Just Google her. Just Google search her. She is crazy. Look at that picture of her. She's a lunatic. Oh, she's so crazy. I bet Greg Marshall is so embarrassed of her. But she stuck with him through all them years at Winthrop in Wichita, Kansas. So he's like, I can't get rid of her. She she really loves me. She really loves me. And I mean, she's attractive. <laughs> yeah. She's attractive. Yeah, I mean, yeah. She's down. <laughs> she's not, she's no Muffet McGraw. She's a down-ass <laughs> bitch. She, she's rotten. <laughs> uh, 
but not as hot as AOC. She would she would beat the other coach's wife. Oh, 100%. She would whip some ass. And sometimes that's all that matters. <laughs> that is all that matters. That's the trump card. <laughs> that woman keeps a razor blade under her tug for conference games. <laughs> I mean, just this picture of her doing the traveling, doing the traveling motion is awesome. I'm crying at this picture Tech Ma just posted. I'm laughing at picturing her with a razor blade under her tongue, ready to go in case shit pops off. I'm going to go outside and get my gun. She's like, I ain't going to go anywhere. What is this woman's name? It doesn't matter. She's Miss Marshall. You don't fuck with Miss Marshall. Lynn Marshall. Lynn. Okay. Seems about right. We all talked about we all talked about Rick Barnes and his wife, how they were the perfect couple. We need asshole Greg Marshall and just crazy old Lynn. Don't they go together perfectly? I mean, this woman goes together so well with the most notorious asshole in college basketball. <laughs> I can't stop laughing at her doing the traveling. <laughs> no, I now know why Greg's always so angry all the time. Because <laughs> he has to go off and listen to her shit. <laughs> oh, this is killing me. This is a good episode. Man, we can't. We're not going to get Greg Marshall. Don't don't do it to yourself again. Just stop. It's fun to dream, but just stop. Dreaming's dreaming is why we're fans. The good news is that UTC sucks right now. A security guard asked the wife of Wichita State coach Greg Marshall to leave the lower bowl of Banker's Life Fieldhouse after she started loudly cursing shortly after Sunday's 65-62 loss to Kentucky in the NCAA tournament. She was ready to kill them. She kept screaming that whole entire game. It was a national story of how of how she was treating like other Kentucky players and just like, I bet she hates the Harrison brothers. <laughs> I bet she hates the Harrison twins. One of us. One of us. One of us. Oh. I don't like how lovey dovey Rick Barnes and Coach Calipari are. We need Greg Marshall here ready to kick his ass. Yeah. God. Well, that's the thing. Is like, if one, one, of the, one of the best things about this is that the NCAA made Kentucky Sports Radio delete the tweet of her going crazy during that game. <laughs> like they had her on video on Matt Jones's website, and the NCAA made them delete it. Oh God, I just saw something you don't want to know. What? Although this might be different. And this might have gone down. The data, the USA Today database says at school buyout as of four one. Although school buyout means if he gets fired, right? That doesn't necessarily mean that you know what happens if he leaves. Correct? Yeah, that's correct. That's correct. Okay. Surely Greg Marshall has a better. Yeah, surely Greg Marshall has a cheap buyout if he wants to leave. But it currently says it's fifteen million dollars. But that's just if the school fires him. I think. Yeah. But, I mean, they have – 
They have tons of money because the Koch brothers are their big boosters. I mean, so what if they? I mean, if they make three, if he, he makes three point five million dollars there. If we're getting ready to give Rick Barnes five years, exactly. You gonna tell me Greg Marshall's not worth four and a half? Like Greg Marshall is worth five million dollars, easy. He is a much better coach than Rick Barnes. Oh my God! If we had a a, a tactician on the sideline like him, we would we would be playing in a couple hours. Well, yeah, that's true. Damn, Lynn Marshall, what a lady. I won't give you my Grant Williams take. You, The Lynn Marshall thing overtook it. <laughs> uh, how, how, how lame was that Grant Williams tweet to Auburn? Uh, it's no different than the fans. The fans loving Bruce and Auburn, it's no different. Like I wasn't, I wasn't rooting for Auburn to win. No, I was rooting for Virginia. And in fact, when that happened the way it did, I just, I was sitting on the couch by myself in my parents' house, completely alone, and I just started laughing like a madman. I just started laughing at the way they lost that game because in the last ten years. Nobody has ever gotten luckier in collegiate athletics than Auburn University. They need about 10 more Final Four losses to make up for that Nick Marshall horseshit season. (laughs) Then I will not bask in Auburn losing like that. But Saturday night, I laughed and laughed and laughed until I almost had tears coming out of my eyes. I'm glad that that is how Auburn lost. Man, I just feel so alive right now, just thinking of hiring Greg Marshall. I know, dude. It would be so awesome. That's why I, I didn't want you to. I didn't want you to do this to me because now, now I'm going to be sad if Rick doesn't leave and we don't get to try to hire Greg Marshall. I know. That's what I know. I know. I know. I hadn't even thought about Greg Marshall either. The last time I thought about Greg Marshall was when we talked about him in the Alabama job a couple weeks ago. And then Will <clears throat> posted his name under home run hires, and I'm like, oh, shit. Oh, God. We can finally do it. We can finally get my dream coach. You can right the wrongs of the past. Oh, it's right there for us, but we're going to hire the UTC coach or whatever. The Audacity of Hope by John Reed. <laughs> I just – it's, it's false hope. It's false hope. It's false hope, yeah. That's what makes us so miserable all the time is hope. If we didn't have hope, life would be much better. We would not be constantly let down. Oh, I hope we're going to win this game. Wrong. Hope we're going to make the Elite Eight. That'd be fun. Wow, we could even make the Final Four. Wrong. Oh, I hope we beat Florida in the fall. Wrong. We're going to come back. We're going to come from behind. We're going to come back from an 18-point deficit and take the lead only to see some guy that ought to be in a wheelchair, really, looking at the way he runs, go off for the game of his life. Ryan Klein was never going to play another basketball game again until he decided to start hitting step-back threes in front of our first-round draft pick's face. How'd hope work out for you there, huh? All right. The only hope I have is I get put out of my misery soon. I agree, Dustin. That's a poignant take. He's going to be sad when he doesn't. 
every second of every day we get a little bit closer to death's doorstep. That is that is factual, and that's the only thing that gives me solace on some days. Well, no, I take that back. I, that's not the only thing I get solace from. Watching Auburn lose on a last-second buzzer beater three-point foul, I get solace in that. I took solace in that. That's going to sustain me for a while. They went to the national title game with Nick Marshall. He played defensive back in JUCO. They need to lose about 10 more Final Four games like that before it's even. And they almost they almost won that national championship, too. They were up with a minute left. They probably sh- they should have. I mean... All right, patrons in the Discord, if you want to fire off some questions, we'll get to that in a second. Um, all right, real quick, Seth, uh, let's do our let's do five minutes each because we are recording this right now at six fifteen. We don't have any information about Rick Barnes yet, so let's start here. Okay, um, the breaking news: Rick Barnes stays. Rick Barnes announced he has signed an extension that's going to keep him in Knoxville for the rest of his career. It's similar to John Calipari's contract in terms of him being an ambassador afterwards. He's not going anywhere. Seth, let's talk about it. I think that um, it is a good thing because we would have hired somebody that we had to Wikipedia search because we have a football guy running the athletic department. (laughs) Rick Barnes, look, it was all posture. It was all posing. He just wanted uh, to to give an ultimatum. He just wanted a little bit more respect from the fan base and and, and from Philip Fulmer, and I think that he's going to get it now. I'm glad that our coaches are sought after, right? That's the sign of a healthy program is that a blue blood like UCLA – Wanted to hire Rick Barnes, and we get to say, no, he's not coming with you. He's coming home with me to Greenbow, Alabama. And I will say that it's a good thing. It's a good sign for Philip Fulmer's tenure as athletic director that he can realize when he's messed up. Great job by Philip Fulmer on holding the fort. He can go right his wrongs. Yes, maybe he messed up, but he's learning, man. He's a new AD. It's no big deal. He's a new AD. He has to learn, and that's the good. That's a that's a promising sign. Unlike when he was coaching and he was stubborn, he admitted his mistake. He evolved and he got it done. You're you're not going to come take his coach of the year, and it's really good to see that the administration ponied up and cut the check. Now I just want to see what happens with Grant Williams. Maybe Jordan Bone comes back to school. Which, by the way, um, pretty dumb of me. Last week of saying, where the hell is Jordan Bone going to go when you said that? Turns out Jordan Bone's going to try to go pro. Yeah, but like, who's going to draft him? He can't play defense. Yeah, I don't know. I think he's going to end up in Europe or back in back at school, but we'll see. But it's good that Rick Barnes is going to stay. It could have been a disaster, but a little bit of a scare. I don't. I don't like the way it was handled necessarily. But some of these things get blown out of proportion. I mean, you saw that guy from the LA Times. He got duped by that fake account. He's just guessing. Yeah, and like Will posted all those old screenshots or post all those links to him saying the Jamie Dixon deal was done. Oh, he said that. Yeah, he multiple times. Will brought up multiple tweets of him saying that the Jamie Dixon deal was done. 
Oh, that's pretty funny. That's pretty good. So this guy's obviously just a dumbass. He's just a fan. It would be like if I was the beat writer for the Knoxville News Sentinel. Wouldn't that be something? Maybe people would have better than whatever dork they have out there now, but... I think it was Mike Wilson. He was very mad today about having to drive to all the games. And that Philip Fulmer couldn't make time to interview women at the Final Four and still be with Rick Barnes when he was getting his... He was mad about driving to what now? He was talking about how he's not giving any sympathy for the administrators having to try to be at two places at once because he has to drive six hours to away games. That's a cool story, Mike. Hope you get paid gas mileage. All right, scenario two. Rick Barnes just, he's gone. He's gone. Breaking news coming from uh, the LA Times. Rick Barnes has agreed to be the next coach at UCLA. Seth. We were right. To all the assholes who for years got so mad at us on this very podcast and on Twitter because we didn't tow the company line about Rick Barnes. I was right and you were wrong. Now let's go hire Greg Marshall and let's get Lynn Marshall's fine, blonde-headed, trailer trash ass in those stands at Thompson Bowling Arena. I just want to let you know, hey, I told you so. (laughs) We have to do it. It's our cross to carry. It is our burden to bear. But, I mean, Rick Barnes, he, he, look, let's let's face it, he didn't win enough at Tennessee and save the regular season talk, whatever. When it mattered, Rick Barnes did what Rick Barnes always does, and he choked like a dog. <laughs> like Joffrey. <laughs> when it mattered in the tournament. He, he was who we thought he was. He was who we thought he was. Like that's not like that's like he was who we thought he was. He was exactly he was who, who we, we said he was. was. How the hell did he go four for sixteen? What did we shoot from free throw in the first half against Purdue? Four sixteen. It wasn't good. It was something like that. It was something like that. Yes. You know why we shot that way? Because you take on the, the personality of your head coach, and you got Rick Barnes looking like a little bitch on the sideline, nervous, shaking. Oh, my God, how am I going to win this game? I haven't been to the Elite Eight in so long. I couldn't even get there with Kevin Durant. He's the best college player of the last 25 years. I'm surely not going to get there with Grant Williams and, and Admiral. And then they missed all the free throws because they didn't see their coach over there chomping on his nicotine gum. I mean, he looked like a nervous wreck. Like, he always, in the tournament, he looked like a wreck. I couldn't believe it. He looked miserable. Can you imagine the things that Lynn Marshall would have been screaming at Ryan Klein? (laughs) Ryan Klein wouldn't have been able to make a shot with her screaming at him. It would have been Levi times 10. Ryan Klein, Ryan Klein would have died before he beat us. She would have made sure that she pulled that razor blade out from under her tongue and she would have slit his fingers off. 
I am dying at this picture that he just posted of her. <laughs> Look at her. Can you imagine going to her after seeing Rick Barnes refuse to stand up the entire game with no emotion? If all of a sudden we had Lynn Marshall back behind, backing Greg Marshall, just rallying the fucking troops. I want her on the bench with the team. Just give her a role like Matthew McConaughey. She's the she is the culture. Yes, she is the culture priest. I want this lady on the bench with her husband. Let's let her coach the lady balls. Let's just kill two birds with one stone. <laughs> give Greg eight million and let her coach the lady balls. Just do it. Say hey, here you go. Oh man, I mean it would be better than Holly. Hell yeah, it'd be better than Holly. It'd be more entertaining than Holly. Let me tell you, I'm firmly in the I don't give a fuck about the Lady Vols. If they hire her, <laughs> I'm in. I'm in. There will be 8,692 people in the stands next year. Because I will have tickets. Lynn Marshall would drive a Harley Davidson in the TBA for like Midnight Madness. I bet she looks better on a Harley than Holly does. No, she's not riding a motorcycle. She's she's driving an SUV. <laughs> Look at this picture, man. Oh, the, the the nine the nine patrons are like, what the hell are you guys talking about? What pictures are you talking about? You need to sign up to become a patron. The Discord is the only thing that's going to get us through this. Patreon.com slash Reads Ranch. Come <laughs> come for the uh, the fellowship. Stay for the Lynn Marshall pictures. If you ain't a patron, you ain't shit. Amen, Mason Taylor. Although I didn't say thank that. Thank you, we, Mason. We appreciate everyone Mason. who listens, too. But, yeah, we definitely love our patrons. Mason, thank you for your service. Speaking of which, we don't have any new patrons to shout out. We don't have any new That's patrons sad. to shout out. It is sad. That's why I'm thanking Mason for his service. Oh, yeah. He respects the troops. He is a troop. He is a troop. My God, look at – I can't get enough of this woman. I can't even drive straight laughing so hard. I don't advise listening to this live, typing in it live, while also driving through downtown Atlanta traffic. Curtis Kozer says he never got a shout-out for joining. If he joined at a certain time, he should have. But if not, Curtis, there's your shout-out. Don't say I didn't give you a shout-out. There we go. Thank you, Curtis. We love you. The Discord is popping. Uh, Rick Barnes, I feel like we summed him up pretty well. Uh, if he stays and if he leaves, I think we don't have, we won't have to get together for an emergency recording because we got our bases covered already. If he stays... Good stability. If he leaves, good. Let's go. Let's go get Greg Marshall. Overrated. How do we? How do we not have? How is he not decided yet? How is this still going on? God hasn't given him an answer yet. He's praying about it. I just like. What is he? Is it? I, I don't know. At this point, I'm getting tired that he's still here in a way. Well, like it's making me mad, too. I, I've hit the point where I'm mad about it, too. Like. Just make up your mind already, old man. Seriously, don't hold us hostage, bro. Just either stay or keep it fucking moving. Yeah, I mean, I'm ready for a coaching search, too, Ben. Tell me, tell me the truth. Where are you at on what you actually want? Not, I mean, obviously, I know you want Greg Marshall, but uh, you don't get to know who the Tennessee hires. Then I say we keep Rick Barnes. You want to keep Rick Barnes? Yeah. <laughs> what about you? I honestly don't know.
A coaching search would be so much fun. I know. Like, honestly, unless Grant comes back, spending the next four days daydreaming about Greg Marshall is going to be more fun than next year with Rick Barnes. Gun to my head, I guess I would say that uh, chaos is a ladder. Chaos is a ladder. Give me the chaos. Okay. I'm not. I don't feel strongly about it. I'm only 55% rooting for it, but uh, chaos is a ladder. Let's see if we can climb up and take this program to another level. I. Here's the thing, and this is before the UCLA stuff even came out. Like, we're, we're he's doing a good job of trying to trick us back into really wanting him and being happy with him. But I will say that the last two weeks, I have fully accepted the fact that we have peaked under Rick Barnes. I, well, I strongly, like his, his best days at UT are behind him, right? I strongly feel that way. I strongly feel that we have peaked under Rick Barnes. Yeah, I agree. The moment Jordan Bone said he's leaving is the moment that it was over in terms of trying to win a championship. Yeah. I think his best days are behind him. At Tennessee. I just wish I knew who we would hire. Can we can we can't we demand like can Philip Fulmer actually offer Rick Barnes four and a half million dollars a year and then go bargain Ben Hunting? Yes, absolutely. Like I mean, do we do we have to allow that though? Are we allowed to be redneck mad about it? Well, yeah, we're allowed to be. To say if you're gonna pony up to say if you're gonna pony up for him, go get us a damn good coach. Don't don't But like but like you gotta think we're we're not everyone thinks like that. Like my dad Loves UT basketball, but that's not how he's going to think about it. Well, you better convince him. Time to listen to the podcast. Well, I can convince my dad, but all the other people are going to be fine with it. Like, so if they go out and they hire like Steve Forrest for two million, people are going to be fine with it. Not me. Not me either. But a lot of people are going to be. Yeah, that'd be that'd be tough to bring in Forbes this year. After they made the CIT. Not even the CBI. They couldn't even make the fucking CBI. They're in the CIT. I mean, he's 139 in four years at ETSU, man. Like, he's done better than I thought he had when we were talking about it last night. Because I, I looked at it this morning. Can I give you a little... But I don't, I, I don't even have confidence that they would do that. I'm going to give you a little nugget, okay? This is just right. a straight rumor. Don't report it unless it's true. Then say I broke the news, okay? All right. Someone I know who works with so, – or someone I know works in the basketball office. Mm-hmm. And – or works with the staff – oh, let me rephrase this. Let me rephrase this. Let me rephrase this because this is not true. Let me be completely transparent. I don't know this person. Someone I know is good friends with someone who works for the basketball team, Okay. Okay. So this is second-hand, third-hand at best. But this is just something I was told this morning. Wow. Can you believe that? 
That's a good nugget. You know what? I'm cutting that out of the podcast. Uh, patrons only. That was a patron only exclusive. Uh, shout out to you guys for supporting the podcast. Uh, that's just too hot. That's too hot for the regular listeners. I love you guys, but th- we can't let that stuff get out. I shouldn't have said that on the podcast. Yeah, I mean, that's quite the nugget, John. It's quite a little tidbit. Very tasty. We'll see if it comes true. We'll see. I keep waiting. I keep waiting the longer this podcast goes on, and we're at like almost to one hour right now, that they're going to make an announcement one way or the other, and it's just not happening, and I don't understand how a decision hasn't been made yet. Well, that's why we cut all that stuff. You know, we, we already did our reaction, Seth. That's right. Good, good job. Good thinking. I really don't know what's going to happen. I really don't know if he's coming or not. For leaving, I guess I should say. I don't have a clue. I really don't care. I mean, do they want him to pay his own buyout at UCLA? Like, that feels like something they should have talked about before. Like, I feel like that should have been like uh, the end of the first interview. You should have gotten that information. Like, hey, now look, we love you, but we're going to have to do something about this buyout. We can't afford it. Like, it fell through with Jamie Dixon, a guy who coached there for like 10 years because of his buyout. How is that not the first hurdle cleared after the initial interest? I love that Rick Barnes is like their fifth choice. (laughs) Uh. And like he wants to be more loved. Like nobody goes to UCLA games, dude. I know. They're not going to do it for you either, Rick. Especially the way Rick is like with the public. No one's going to come. They're going to be able to run his ass out on a rail the moment he talks about Jesus Christ. And it don't matter, as long as the check clears. Curtis says, I hope he leaves. I'd say it's about 50-50, man. Feels like it's 50-50. You know who I feel sorry for right now? You know who my heart aches for right now? His wife? Lamonte Turner, who's given everything to this program, everything, and got no praise for for it from anybody but Seth Hughes. The only thing Lamonte Turner has gotten in return is braces. That's it. And how is Rick going to be able to look at Lamonte? How's he going to be able to look in the eye and say, "I love you" and I'm glad I'm coach here? You and your damn Lamonte Turner. All right. Anything else before we go? No, I love you. It was a pleasure. It's a a good episode. Over under on how many targeting calls Nigel Warrior gets this fall. Mason Taylor despises Nigel Warrior. That's the second anti-Nigel Warrior post he's made in the Discord tonight. Man, did you see the the clip of the ball football clip of them doing like a highlight of practice and it showed your starting safety, Nigel warrior whiffing. No, I did running not. back who you tried to move to cornerback and then move back to running back. Carlin fills me. It was a simple cut and Nigel warrior overran it by three yards. <laughs> so we still have a football team. Apparently, apparently they're going to practice uh, Saturday in front of everybody. Apparently yeah, in front of well. like 35,000 people. I mean, who cares about football, honestly? Not me. Not right now, at least. 
Oh my! All, all I care about is Greg Marshall. I'm interested in this championship game tonight. I'm interested in the Rick Barnes situation, and then I will be watching the NBA playoffs as I wait for NBA dra- draft lottery night to see if my Atlanta Hawks get the number one pick. Do you, th- do you think they will? Oh no! I mean, it's an 89 percent chance they do not. Oh, uh, what's the most? What's the most likely pick for our Hawks? I think sixth. Who are we looking at? Maybe Jared Culver. Okay. Be a good defender to put with Trey Young. He's developed some offensive games. He's lengthy. He's coached by Chris Beard. He probably loves that Old Town Road song, so he will he will fit right in down in Atlanta. What are your thoughts on that song before we go? I, I haven't heard it. What do you mean you haven't heard it? I know it's everywhere. I haven't heard it. I know. I've been out in the field a lot lately. Put it on right now. No, I can't. I, want, I need your. I'd have to. I'd, I'd have to click the mouse. That's okay. I want to hear your reaction to it. I'll wait. I'm not sure how this will work. Play it through your phone. The, Just play it through your phone. I'm gonna play it on my desktop. The one with Billy Ray Cyrus. Yeah, yeah. Play the one with Billy Ray Cyrus. Gotta make sure. So the remix. Gotta make sure it's the remix. Yeah. I'm listening right now. <laughs> Can you hear it? Yeah. I don't know. If- I just hit the bass. Okay. We'll sit here. Can't nobody tell me nothing. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Just want to make sure you're listening to it. Can't nobody tell me nothing again. Riding on a tractor. It was laid up in his bladder. <laughs> Keep going. Bull riding in boogies. <laughs> Wrangler on my booty. <laughs> what are your early thoughts? Well, for the longest time, I, th- I thought the song was actually by Nos, like the original. Like, oh my God. I didn't know there was a little Nos. Okay. Well, keep going. Just pay attention. Going to ride so he can't no more. Living like a rock star. Oh, this is Billy Ray Cyrus now. I know. Kick on back. It's the marble, man. I mean, it's catchy. Okay. I mean, let's hear your critique. Let's 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 go. What do you got? What? No. Critique it. Let's see what you got. First of all, is do you consider it a new age country song? Yes, for sure. Okay. That's no different than Florida Georgia Line. None at all. Scale of one to ten, what are you giving it? For like new age country, like a seven and a half or eight. The little Nos part was better than the Billy Ray Cyrus part for oh, sure. Yeah, yeah. I mean Obviously. I'm gonna give Billy Ray credit for trying to help the kid out, but yeah, I mean the it was a hit before Billy Ray got on it. 
Yeah. You think Molly was jealous of her dad? Or happy for him? Probably jealous. Is it better than achy, breaky heart, in your opinion? Yeah. Is it better than should could have been me? I don't know. Could have been me is a great song. It's about... I mean, it's a catchy little song. It's about, you know, a woman, his woman marrying another guy, and he says it, it could have been me. Could have been him. Yeah. Could have been him. Hit you in the chest. Yeah. Hit you in the chest. If you listen, <laughs> if you listen to it on the wrong day, in the wrong mood, it'll hit you in the chest. Okay. Good pod. See ya. Love ya. I, l- I love you, buddy. It was a pleasure. Right. Talk to you soon.